In his delightful book, Becoming Better Grown-Ups, New York Times bestseller Brad Montague shares an incredibly touching story about Mr. Rogers. Quoting from his book, at the end of each speaking event, he would close by inviting everyone in the room to spend one minute silently reflecting on specific individuals who would help them become who they needed to be. The people who, as he said, smiled you into smiling, people who have talked you into talking, sung you into singing, loved you into loving. No surprise to any of us if there was one person we would ever bestow the title Mr. Humble, it would be Fred Rogers. In his quintessential cardigan redirecting the focus to others rather than himself, he took what could have easily been all about him and selflessly turned it into all about someone else. That's like noticing there's only one chocolate chip cookie left, and not only does he offer it to you, but he even warms it up a bit in the oven and then hands it to you along with a cold glass of milk. Some people just seem to smile bigger when it's not about them. At the end of his 60 seconds of reflection, he would then say to the audience, Whomever you've been thinking about, imagine how grateful they must be that you remember them when you think of your own becoming. Again, the focus from him to them, from them to others. He didn't just give you a cookie. He taught you how to bake one and then share it. That was his way. So who would your person be? Who smiled you into smiling, as he put it? When you think of that one person or persons that charted the course of your life, what faces come to mind? In today's episode, I'd like to talk about influences. The people who at some point in time, knowingly or not, planted a seed, an idea, a sense of hope or inspiration, someone that chiseled you from ordinary into the beautiful, unique person you are now. It may have been someone as close to you as a parent or a sibling or a loved one, or maybe it's someone you've never met before, like Miss Rogers. Regardless, they don't have to be your neighbor, necessarily, but as you'll soon find, the company you keep makes the character you become. I'm Chad Lawson, and let's calm it down in three, two, one. In this book, Becoming Better Grown-Ups, which I will be giving a copy away at the end of this episode, Brad recounts his own speaking engagements at various elementary schools, where a spark ignited into what seems a torch that is still being passed around today. Throughout various classrooms of 3rd to 5th graders across the country, one thing was for certain. Kids love to talk. About anything. Pokemon, sports, horses. I can only imagine what he heard. But perhaps to his surprise, what he did hear most frequently was how kids were eager to share stories of wonderful grown-ups, he says in the book. They weren't always complaining about things they wished grown-ups would do or say differently. In the same way parents or aunts or uncles might beam about the kids in their lives, many kids would swell with great pride when talking about the grown-ups and theirs. After hearing these stories and wondering if the adults ever heard such applause, he thought of a simple yet powerful way for kids to beam the spotlight on their biggest heroes. 
he gave the children a fill-in-the-blank sheet that said, I am blank because you were blank. That's it. Nothing else. No elongated story or overly dramatic five reasons why you are my sunshine. Just a simple, short sentence that would even fit into a tweet. Well, it's depending on who's tweeting, but that's a whole other story. I am because you were. As a minimalist at heart, this pulled hard on my heartstrings. Some of these were given to parents, some to teachers, siblings, so forth. I am going to be on the honor roll because you were patient with me. I am on the soccer team because you were the one who told me I could do it. I am alive because you didn't give up on me. The list of powerful and simple statements can almost move you to tears reading the book. The chapter goes on to tell the most touching story where one of these fill-in-the-blank sheets led, but no spoiler alerts here. I would rather you have the pleasure of reading this for your own experience. The rest of the chapter is as heartwarming as much as it is thought-provoking. Not to mention, there are countless life lessons throughout the book. If there is one book I hope you read or listen to this year, this would be it. But coming back to the fill-in-the-blank sheet, what would you say? And to who? I am blank because you were blank. If you were given a few of these fill-in-the-blank sheets, or even one, who would you give it to? Not allowing myself a free pass, I asked myself the same question. For some of us, it seems obvious at first, but then the mind begins to spiderweb. One turn down memory lane, leading into another, and then, oh, yeah, that's right, that time that so-and-so would stay late and help me understand after school, or how they believed in me when I was studying for that exam. You'll be surprised where your memories take you. For me, my parents were the first ones that come to mind. Family members, by nature of proximity, are usually the first to instill thought patterns, values, and so forth. My mom, in her never-ending belief that I would do the most amazing things. Thanks, Mom. I am confident in who I am, because you were always encouraging me. I am because. My dad, being a tremendous artist, I am creative because you inspire me. My older brother, who has always been himself, no matter the scenario. I am myself because I see the strength of who you are. I quite quickly became surprised myself how many of these who's came to mind. From my piano teacher believing I would rock Beethoven, to the algebra teacher that would let me out of class early to practice Beethoven. Some gave years of dedication, and some have forgotten our conversations altogether more than likely. But their words or compassionate moments landed on fertile soil and took root in some form or another, propelling me, shaping me, my own becoming, as Mr. Rogers said. Now for the fun part. Take a moment, let's say the 60 seconds, as Mr. Rogers suggested. Start going through your mind, and I have a feeling you'll be there more than just 60 seconds. But for right now, I'm going to sit quiet and 
for 60 seconds, we're going to think about those people that have impacted you in a way that no one else ever has. Starting now. Well, how many names did you come up with? While it's lovely to stroll down memory lane, it would be of poor taste to reap so much in life without writing a single thank you note. Sure, tracking down a coach from 25 some odd years ago is proving to be challenging, but surely he or she is not the only influence you've ever had in life. I am what? Because you were... What were they to you? Or maybe they still are. And what are you now because of them? In Brad's book, one kid writes, I am who I am because you were in my corner. Oh, I love that one. I'm going to read that one again. I am who I am because you were in my corner. Love that. Who is in your corner? Think of a person who has made a difference. Write down their name and then fill in the blanks. To make it easier, I've even made a PDF for you so you don't have to dig through the drawers and search for a pencil. If you want to, go to commentdownpodcast.com, click episodes and scroll all the way down to the bottom and you'll see the link that says download PDF on today's episode. But who was in your corner? Who is that person that made a difference? I am because you It's powerful stuff. Um, I'd recommend printing a few copies. I think you'll find as soon as you start going through the mental process, you'll come up with a few memories that perhaps you had misplaced. But what about those who don't have the cheerleaders, the life givers, those I've got your back encouragers? Valid point, valid point. Not everyone is going to have that support. To live pushing the giant boulder uphill on your own, learning by trial and error, knowing that it feels almost impossible to go at it solo. Later in the chapter of the book, Brad addresses this, and it's tremendous. He and his wife, Christy, have a sign in their workshop. Be who you needed when you were younger. I'm going to say that one more time. Be who you needed when you were younger. 
For those of you that had no support, no shoulder, whose weight of the world was placed on you, perhaps without reason, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I won't pretend to even lace the shoes that you've walked in. We each have a different background, different lessons learned through different paths. But I will say this. You have the ability to step into the lives of others that I, nor anyone else, will ever be able to speak into. Those lives who can only be inspired by you. Because you were once them. You knew what you needed at one point, and now you can fulfill that need. You've been there. You are the purpose in someone else's life. Be who you needed when you were younger. Such a powerful statement. Fill in the gaps, tend the needs, sit in the bleachers, cheer for them, cheer. Be who you needed when you were younger. I'd like to leave you with two thoughts. First, take a moment, maybe a few, reminisce. Start small, just one person. One person that you would say, you know, that is my because you were person. Even if, and I'm sorry to say, that person is no longer present for various reasons, such as they've passed or perhaps are across state lines, their impact will always be in the DNA of who you are, regardless of where you are. Either way, fill in the blanks. If they're around, give it to them. Mail it even. If you haven't seen them in a while, Fill in the blanks and keep it amongst the memories in the scrapbook or a photo album. Writing it out and going back to it every now and then will remind you of the impact that they've had on you. Secondly, whose because you were are you? Take a page from Mr. Rogers, he won't mind, and shine the spotlight on someone else. Be who you needed when you were younger. And even if they never slip you a note saying, I am because you were, know for certain their life will forever be changed because of one missing important piece. You. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. I know I've mentioned Brad Montague's book a few times, and in full disclosure, he neither asked nor recommended I mention it. It was totally on my own. I'm an avid admirer of his work, both as a cartoonist, but even more so, his talent of taking thick subjects and making them so simple a child could understand, which may be saying something about my level of comprehension, but that's for a later discussion. If you would like to win a free copy of his book, Becoming Better Grown-Ups, it's your lucky day. I'm doing this out of my pocket. Brad actually has no idea that I'm doing this. Head over to CometDownPodcast.com, CometDownPodcast.com, hit Episodes, scroll all the way down to today's episode, and click Book Giveaway. 
This will take you to a very simple Google form where all I ask is your name and address. That's it. No spam, no gimmicks. Just a fun, simple, I want you to have this book. The winner will be announced on the November 10th episode, so listen in. It may just be you. Good luck. And if I can leave you with a thought today, of all days, as we know that today is election day, and no matter the result of the election at hand, I want to leave you with this. Be who you needed when you were younger. Elections will come and go. There will always be other sides. But the biggest difference any of us can make is in the life directly of someone else, one-on-one, smiling them into smiling, talking them into talking, singing them into singing, loving them into loving them. Be there because... To find more episodes of Calm It Down, hear the musical playlist from today's episode, or simply wanting to know where to send chocolate chip cookies, visit CalmItDownPodcast.com. You'll even find additional resources for emotional support, including our online community and our Facebook page. You're not alone. You are not alone. This podcast was written and produced by yours truly, Chad Lawson, composer pianist, and nationally recognized, Sweet Tooth. And now something my attorney wants me to say. The views, expressions, and techniques in this episode are of my personal opinion and is not intended to, nor should they serve as a substitute for medical advice or diagnosis rendered to you by your individual doctor or other healthcare provider. Only a licensed physician should evaluate your situation, provide a diagnosis, or render other medical advice to you and you should only act upon the advice of such physician. Now, what I'd like to say. I am an extreme empath by nature, but my profession is that of a composer and pianist, not a licensed therapist or physician. I hear from thousands of listeners how my music has helped them through various stages of emotional needs, and I simply want to offer this and future podcasts in aiding those needs. To find a list of licensed professionals in your area, please visit CalmItDownPodcast.com. And finally, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review. While it takes less than 60 seconds to do, its impact will last for years to come as every little bit helps in growing the awareness and the importance of emotional health. I'm Chad Lawson, and until next time, be kind to your mind, and join me next week as we calm it down.